Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some great information about heating, air conditioning, and a little bit about curling. But most important, those phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm very good today. Thank you. We had the godfather of plumbing in for you last week. Yes, I, I decided I better go heavy. So yes. you took you took a a Saturday off. Like, what's with that? I did take a Saturday off. You know, I'm in here 52 Saturdays a year. Oh, I was just I was doing something for my church. So I was doing oh, something okay. for Forest City Community Church, and uh, yeah, spent the Saturday doing that. All right, I guess we can let that go. I I thought Juan and I are in here and working our heads off and. And you're just out enjoying life a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, I guess I took some time to enjoy some life. Yep. We should uh, say hello to the listener who uh, came up to my car yes. before the show when I was out uh, waiting waiting for you to come so we could arrive together. Right. And uh, he came up and said he was a listener and so... Yeah, we're, you Great were, job. I, you was, were, I was a little scared. I only put the window down an inch. I didn't oh, know what was going on. But, uh, so that's that's the price of fame, Peter. Yeah, so. I know. It's getting pretty bad. I may have to change my license plate so that they don't know who I am. Right. Yes, that'll work, right? <laughs> now, we're also still, the nominating is still going on for Community Votes London 2023. Right. Um, so please go to... Uh, Peter Inch and Associates Facebook page. Just scroll down a little bit in the posts, and you'll see a link there. You can click on it and nominate us in the four categories that we are up against. Um, I see you dressed up in your costume today. I am in my costume. That's right. I am officially a uh, HVAC, or more specifically, a a Peter Inch and Associates salesperson. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. look look pretty good. I'll give right. you a, thank you a nine out of ten. Nine out of your 10. hair just you know looks it looks like they took a little too much off the sides there. Wow, what? look at you the <laughs> the critique of the haircut from you. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> at least I have something on top to discuss. Let's yeah. say that. I, hey, I I don't even have I have a zero <laughs> on the top and number ones on the side. So, um, we should say. Uh, Thank you to everybody. If you've been watching in our Facebook, Vanessa was our last release. Yes. That we are putting in our social media. Yep. So Craig was before that. Now Vanessa's out there. Yep. So we appreciate all the comments and everything. They're looking good. You're next. Now, are you going to be in next Saturday? I think so. Because you've got a big party to go to that Saturday night. I do. That's right. A yeah. country classic the auction. Country classic auction. Yes, I, I was lucky enough to win that amongst our partners. Yes. And you were giving away a furnace and air conditioner. Well, sorry. <clears throat> There's an auction, live auction. Right. For a furnace and air conditioner. Furnace and heat or, pump. Sorry, furnace, furnace and heat, and heat uh, pump. Let's be correct. Yeah. So uh, make sure, you know, if you're going to that, save your money. That's right. Bid on that. And bid on that. Yep. Uh, it will be on display, uh, plus our 
our um, uh, our story. Right. You're number one. You lead the story off. Will I? Yeah. That's oh, that, that's, that's right. In okay, the video, sorry, it's Steve Gilbert, number one. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> drives car number one, and he's number one in the video. Someone asked me the other day, says, "Oh, you drive car number one?" I said, "The three fell off." Come on, let's be honest. It's fine. I drive car thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that would be a lot of fun, and uh, hope everybody enjoys it. I get to set it up, and I get to tear it down on Sunday. Well, that's kind. You Thank know, you. But uh, you get to go and enjoy the and all the Yeah, we just kind of swoop in and yeah, dazzle and then leave. Yeah. So now if you want to help me, you know, 8 o'clock Sunday morning, you know, at the RBC place. 8 a.m. on Sunday morning. Yep, second floor. You could just stay there. Could I? Oh, yeah. i just, just hang out. Just have a sleep in our booth, and then you're there when I show up. Great. Yeah. Be a lot of fun. Now... I asked you before the show, do you want to guess the themes of the song? And I said, sure. And it is? Halloween. Yeah. So we don't even, so the stress level you gotta, is You got to play down. a little uh, Michael Jackson thriller, are we? Uh, you have to wait and hear on that. You know, okay. I'm not telling you the songs, I, okay. but I figured you could guess the theme. And everybody should drive careful on Tuesday yes, night I with mean, all the kids. Had to drive careful uh, yesterday Afternoon in St. Thomas, because St. Thomas, what they do is the businesses have Halloween for uh, the kids. Oh, yeah. So Talbot Street was bustling with kids in costumes as they went from store to store to store trick-or-treating. Well, isn't that cool? Idea. Yeah, isn't that a good idea? Yeah. We should have parked in a, like a park with our truck and opened the doors and handed yeah, out candy. we could have. Right? Next year. Let's, let's but what a, what a neat idea, right? Yeah, that yeah. is a good idea. And it it went on for quite some time. So, um, yeah, thank you to St. Thomas for doing that. That was great. Will that stop the egging and everything that normally happens? Uh, I I don't know why they did it. I just think, uh, obviously, the uh, the EDC of St. Thomas decided to do something like that. And, yeah. Good, good idea. Congratulations to St. Thomas. Yeah. That's two good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe uh, you need to spend more time down there with Joe. Joe's Joe's good. Yes, I I think Joe does wonders for St. Thomas. Yes, he certainly so does. He yes. should. We give him a pat on the back, and you know, the, they when they get Parkside done, I'll give him two pats on the back. Oh, will you? Okay, so My then the truck is getting dirty. Get it in and out of Tuesday. the St. Thomas Curling Club will just yep. be smooth at that point in time. That's is right. that it? Okay. That's right. Okay. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch a Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. <laughs> Wow, going way back to little Ghostbusters, are we? Yeah. yeah. So not Thriller. Not Thriller, but, not but, Michael Jackson. Little okay. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yep. Wow. Okay. There'll be a few people dressed up for that at the bars tonight. Most people won't even remember the Ghostbusters. What are you talking about? You're, you're, I mean, when was that? The 80s? The 70s? Yeah, no, but they play it. They play it all the time. No, they don't. <laughs> I haven't heard that song since... It's probably on Netflix or No, it's whatever. not. No, it's not. No. No. But nice try. Yeah. Uh, streaming, you know, all this. I don't stream. Uh, how old are you? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young 35. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Those numbers don't even work backwards. I got to... 
I know I normally give it to Peter, to, sorry, Steve. I always give it to him. Yeah. But this one, I'm going to give it to Thank Peter. Thank you. Thank there you. There was a remake of Ghostbusters uh, two yeah. years ago. Yeah. That was, like, super big. So I guess they probably would know. Maybe. But it, it's a stretch. But you're right. Like, this this son is, like, yeah, yeah. probably oh, 80s. A high five. Somebody walks out <laughs> with one of those little jumpsuits with that pack on the back. People are going to go, what is that guy? I have no idea. <laughs> Well, welcome back to <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, phone lines are open, so give us a call, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You know, you know who has one of those backpacks? You do. Ice makers at curling clubs. That's They not put a, it on and they, they not pebble the ice. That's not a Ghostbusters backpack. It's a water pouch. It, lo- it could no, second it, no, as a Ghostbusters no, backpack. No, no. Yeah. I may have, Kevin, if I can borrow that. I mean, what the panic is, is when you have one of those water backpacks on and you're pebbling the ice and all of a sudden the head comes off and you've got a flow of water coming out. That's panic. Yeah, hold it up high above you just, your head. Just do something. <laughs> yes. So, but we should thank, we are in four curling clubs. We are, yeah. With uh, advertising. So we're in Elderton. Yep. Highland. Yep. London. Yep. And St. Thomas. Yes. And I'm I'm representing two of those clubs. Well, and... In London, we have a four-foot ring. Yes. Ilderton, we have a 12-foot ring. That's right. Looks really nice. And Highland, we have an, an ad on the ice. In St. Thomas, we got two ads on the ice and a big four-by-eight ad on the back wall. Yeah. Ice two is Peter Inch ice. Haven't played on it yet. That's where I'm playing my championship game. Little, Against us? Well, no, you'll be below, <coughs> below us at that point. Pardon? We're on the move. We're moving. This year. Are you moving? Not yep. not from what I saw on Tuesday. You're not moving <laughs> Five, anywhere. Four. Five four. It was a close game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. All right. And you started an illegal end. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to be poking at people about rules, you better obey them yourself. That's all I'm saying. I didn't even look at the time. <laughs> well, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I normally am a fast player, so that's never been a problem. So you're blaming it on Colin? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was an intense game. Okay, intense. But you lost. Yes. Okay, all right. So let's get to the questions. All right. Okay. Uh, question came in. I'm interested in replacing baseboard heaters. What do I need to do? Uh, well... What kind of baseboard heaters are we talking about? Are we talking electric baseboards? Or are we talking uh, hot water baseboards? Electric. Okay, electric baseboards. And are you trying to be more efficient? I mean, uh, are you trying to put a more efficient electric baseboard on there, or are you trying to do more? We are. Well, we want air conditioning. Okay, now we're we talking something different. Okay. So, I mean, you could... You could go through the whole process of having ductwork installed. It's pretty invasive because um, we depends. We have to put a supply and a return register in every single room in the house. So ductwork is not small depending on the capacity of the home. So that is an option for you. We can retrofit you into a forced air system. So we put in a furnace and a heat pump and ductwork and uh, you can go there. Or you can put in a ductless. So that's uh, those units that you see hanging high on a wall, and um, they've got a little remote on them, and they blow heating or cooling these days. So they're very popular as well. And 
rough cost. Rough cost. Well, you know, ductwork and in furnace and air or furnace and heat pump, you're talking probably over twenty, right? Yes. Yeah. And if you went with the ductless, uh, just depending on how many you needed, uh, eight and above. Well, we're going to head to the phone lines, and we've got Ed on the line. Go ahead, Ed. Good morning. Morning. Great as usual with info. Um, you mentioned about the RBC auction. Is that open to the public? Uh, it's a ticketed event. So, okay. Um, and when is it? November, I think, uh, Saturday, no, November the 4th or the 5th. It's next next weekend, and it's uh, it's. LHSC, uh, it's their fundraiser, so it is a ticketed event. Okay, and where would I find a ticket? You probably go online. It would be the best way if you went if you go onto online and just put in a country classic auction, a London That's Health London Health Sciences. Great, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks, Thanks Ed. And and it is the uh, fourth. fourth. Yes, yeah, remember the I fourth. I just pulled up the calendar here. Thank I, you. I don't think that far ahead. You know, I'm day by day. You know, I was, really, yeah. What did you do? How were you working this morning? I did work this morning. What did you do this morning? I got ready for work. Put my uniform on. <laughs> no, say I got up. Oh, got ready for work. Ironed. Okay, but that's not vacuumed the house. Then went to. Time the, did you get up? Like three a.m. Then went to the recycling <laughs> depot. Was second in it's line. It's not open. That's right. I was second in line, waiting for it to <laughs> open at eight o'clock. Took my five bags of leaves, got rid of those, and then came to the station. Like, I've been just going this morning. Wow. And you got dressed. No, no, and <laughs> and I had to take care of a couple of dogs. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, Tundra went out. Tundra was out, too. Yeah, well, there she you She looked at me like, what? When I'm going, as soon as it's, I start it's, it's the vacuum, out. I, yeah. she goes, okay, get me out of this house. The vacuum <laughs> started. So, But, yeah, I've been up working hard. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. one. Can, can you imagine? Can you imagine 3 a.m. out cutting the grass and the neighbors out there looking at the crazy man? Well, no, I well, thought. Poor neighbors, though. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I thought at 7.30, I said, I wonder if I got the leaf blower just to blow those leaves off the driveway. And then I went, no, probably not, not a good idea. This is, <laughs> it's still dark. You know, there might be a class action lawsuit out against yeah. you, right? Yeah. For, yeah, yeah. But when I get back from the radio, we'll blow the leaves I'm off sure the you driveway. And- I used to work doing roofing. Yeah. And I remember going to houses in the summer, well, summer and winter, um, going to houses and they were like, please do not make any sound. Until like seven at least. Yes, seven a.m. And then we yeah. show up like early because yeah. like normally when you do construction or any yeah. kind of job that is labor, you yeah. go like very early, early. to like take yeah. advantage of the day. And yeah, from six to seven, you're like just walking in, in X, just <laughs> yeah. like yeah. super slow, yeah. no yeah. making noises. While Peter is like just yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, vacuuming yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got home at nine o'clock and started the riding lawnmower, turned the headlights on. Went around and picked up all leaves. Oh, my word. <laughs> right? And you, Have you taken a poll what your neighbors think? No. No, no I haven't. No, I'm no. oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> or I just don't care. If they come to the door and wave at me, I wave back. <laughs> yeah, is it a frantic wave or is it just a... a is it the cut yeah, off? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I, I, now, I drive at like 90 miles an hour on that riding lawnmower picking the leaves up, so it only takes me like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. You yeah. might think that that's not a long time. It, it could be an eternity time. to your neighbor across <laughs> yeah. the street. Yeah. 
Could be. All right. They got a little little Bentley, little boy Bentley. He looks in the front window and waves at me if he wants to ride on the riding lawnmower. So he's he's <laughs> and and his mother saying, Bentley is the crazy man across the street still cutting the grass? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Okay. You got a question for me? Yeah, I got a question All for right. you. Okay. Says, uh, what is included in a maintenance check to ensure the blower motor is functioning correctly? Um, they're looking to reduce the home's heating load by sealing air leaks, adding insulation, and stirring all the household vents and the exhaust fumes to the outside are free and clear. So what do we do in a maintenance? Well, in a maintenance, we clean and check everything. We uh, typically will... Sometimes we'll have to pull that blower right out and give it a good cleaning because it's dirty. Uh, maybe it hasn't had a maintenance in a while. Uh, they check the capacitor, make sure it's running properly, make sure the motor is free and the squirrel cage is running free and there's no dirt in there whatsoever. So that's then then that motor will run efficiently. It's when you get dirt build up on those blades that it actually loses some capacity and can't push as much air as it could. And then we check. We don't go around and check the household ductwork. No. We don't. You know, that. Um, and uh, now the exhaust uh, venting on the furnace, or if we're doing a fireplace, we have to we make check sure the those. venting is free and clear. Yes, yeah. always. So yeah. we do those as well. But and we're when not... we're checking a furnace, we actually have to, we, we take a, uh, we test the uh, carbon monoxide in the, in the exhaust because there shouldn't be any. And so we, we check that outside through the vent. And yeah. we we don't check dryer vents or we do not or no. rain treads or no. anything like that. But anything else you'd like to add to that? No, there's no better maintenance. There is no, no better maintenance than what our guys do. That yeah, that's do. correct. So yeah. make sure you have one. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we'll be right back. <laughs> There we go. Thank there, you. There you go. See? I knew it would be complete without a little thriller. But Ghostbusters, we were rocking no, it before. No. Yep, the heads were bobbing. Not I, for thriller. I'm sorry. Thriller. If we started thriller, you know, let's. It's not even in the same ballpark. So, what do you think the third song's going to be? It's you know, with you, it's hard to say because <laughs> you and Spotify typing in Halloween songs, yep. anything could pop up. Gotcha. Okay, well, we'll wait and see that. Now, this next question Do I you know, have, you are creating a bit of an algorithm within Spotify. You understand that, I understand that. Right? that. Yeah. It, it, it pops up when I go on. All I'm time. sure. Even it, in my car now. I know. With my new yeah. car, it, Spotify pops up on yeah. that. Yeah. So I can now do it while I'm driving. Say, hey, Spotify, Halloween songs. And then it, it starts playing. Too, too much. Too much information. Okay. Um, I'm going to break this into two questions. All right. Because I believe... It, it, it's worthy it, of two, two answers. Questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. We recently bought a new house and we're looking at possibly getting a heat pump installed. Okay. Why is there so much talk about heat pumps these days? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, heat pumps have been around for a long time. I mean, um, they were very popular back in the 80s um, when hydro rates were low and, and uh, we put heat pumps in in those days. But 
the the focus of a heat pump is to reduce the amount of uh, time that your gas furnace or propane furnace or oil furnace is running. So think of it that with now the carbon tax, which is on in the higher costs of fuel, propane, oil, natural gas, those prices are going up. Uh, keep in mind that to reduce the cost, uh, reduce the amount of fossil fuels we're burning, uh, we install heat pumps now. So there's a lot of talk because not only is it better for the environment to put a heat pump in because it runs on electricity, uh, but there are rebates available. So that's all the buzz because uh, what they're offering consumers is quite a bit of money. So up to $7,100 to change, to, you get back in, in uh, rebate money for a heat pump. So that's what's created all the buzz and it, it is the right thing for the planet. You know, climate change is a real thing. Um, you know, that's just based on the fires and the storms we've had over the past few years. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, it's, if you have to change your equipment, it's the right thing to do on, on many accounts. So you answered part of the second question. Oh, I'm such... When you were supposed to answer the first question. But... So the second question was, we're having an energy evaluation done and hoping to have the costs partially covered with the rebates. Right. So we call them energy audits. Right. And they're looking to have that cost covered by the rebates. Right. So, I mean, in order to access that greener home rebate program, you have to have, I don't like the word audit, sorry, I, I use assessments, so I call them home efficiency assessments. Just because I said audit, you no, don't like that? No, I, I just, I, audit is kind of a, is a negative term. So, because, uh, you know, how, of us, how many of us like to be audited by the CRA? Absolutely zero, correct? So, I call them assessments. So uh, I call them, because they are, it's a home efficiency test, and um, you have to have one of those completed before you do install any equipment. And then you also need to have a verification test to show that you've actually had the equipment installed. So uh, $600 plus HST for the first one, $300 plus HST for the second one, and you will get um, you will get 600 of that back um, from having this, equipment installed. CRA Steve Gilbert <laughs> audit this year when he does his taxes. That's fine. Uh, I have mine prepared by an accountant. I'm okay. okay. Yeah. I uh, have for several years, actually. Yeah. Now, does every home have a heat pump? Every home has a heat pump. And what's that heat pump called? It is called a refrigerator. So, like Some people s- have more than one heat pumps. Yep. They have a couple fridges. They have a freezer or a fridge, a bar fridge, a wine fridge. Yeah, they're full of heat pumps. Yeah. So it's, it is uh, working now. And, and when you walk by a fridge and you feel the floor warm or you feel that warm air pumping out and you think that's hot air, that's exactly what would happen with a heat pump if it was heating your home. It's going to take the temperature outside and pump it into your home, even right. though it's minus 10 and you don't think there's any heat there. There is heat there. Yes. So just that I always believe, you know, a fridge is a heat pump, and people know that. It's easier to get over that technology. Um, This next question was, with the colder weather, we have not started our furnace. That's not good. It is not. That that is not a good thing. But we have been using our fireplace. 
every year we have an issue with the remote. Do you sell new remotes? So not all. I mean, fireplaces are tricky. I was I had a conversation with the customer on the phone just this past week uh, because he, he had a he said I've I've got a fireplace. It's CFM Canadian Fireplace Manufacturer. I said, well, that's nice. They're not around anymore, but they were bought up by a different company. So his his blower was making some funny noises and, and uh, he, he needed a service done on the fireplace. I said, fine, but I mean, there is a chance we won't find that motor. I said, it's, it's, I said, not all, I mean, those fireplaces are very specific as to what you can put in them. So the parts and the pieces all have to match because it is a, it is a registered product from Canadian Gas Association. So you just can't put any blower in them. So it just depends if they can get the part. Great. If they cannot get the part, then I mean, you're out of luck that way. Unfortunately. And it, yeah. And it is, um, you know, blowers in fireplaces when the fan blade gets caked with dirt. Which happens often because it, of its environment. Yes. Yeah, it then puts pressure on these little bearings that are on one in the motor and one in the other end of the fan. <laughs> and those little bearings end up going or they have a rubber grommet around it and the yeah. grommet gets hardened and breaks and now the blade is on an angle and now it starts wearing out the bearing in the motor right and the noise starts and now you're into you know a major repair at that point right because it is it's not an easy place to get to to replace it no i mean it's in behind everything it's in behind the gas train and sometimes you have to take sometimes the easiest way is to go in the so they take the glass off, they take the logs out, they take the burner out, they take the base of the fireplace out just to get to the fan at the back of the unit. Yeah. And it's it takes quite a while. And like your air conditioner, I mean, if you're having a fireplace maintenance done by one of our techs, don't have the fireplace on before we get there because we there's nothing we can do. Uh, I mean, it's too hot. We can't take it apart. So, I mean, if you know that you've got a fireplace maintenance happening tomorrow, just don't have it running for 24 hours. Right. Now, is running your fireplace more efficient than running your furnace? Never. So a furnace can be 92 to 98% efficient, right. and a fireplace is... 65 to 70 at best, yes. So you're better to turn the furnace on, heat the house up quick, yeah. shut off. Versus... If you don't have a fireplace fan, it, it's it's probably 50%. Yeah. But, I mean, they're great for emergency. If you don't, you know, if you, if you don't have heat, they're a great source of heat. They're a great source of ambiance. Um, but interestingly enough, uh, so far this past year, we've removed, I think, three fireplace, three three gas fireplaces, and put electric fireplaces in their place. And why is that? Well, the cost of the gas fireplace has gone up significantly. I mean, uh, it's quite staggering. So, n- used to be able to get a gas fireplace installed for you know two to three thousand dollars. That is not, I mean, not even close these days. And now they turn the pilot off automatically. Yeah, so it's a safety feature just so you don't burn fossil fuels. If uh, after seven days, if you haven't turned that fireplace on, that, that if it has a pilot, that pilot will turn off because it, it just it goes into saving mode. So, And other ones have, so you'll see electronic ignition is much more prevalent these days. So that's just another piece. Uh, so you've, you've got a remote or a, a switch, turn on, you'll see it spark turn the pilot, the gas on. So 
Comp- fireplaces have gotten more complicated, but it's all about energy saving and less fossil fuels. And remember, in those remotes, there's batteries in the handheld. And in the receiver under the fireplace. So you yes. need when, it, you know, if it doesn't work, you need to replace both, both batteries. Sets, yes, not uh, just and one then set. try it. Yeah. And if it doesn't, we can get a new remote. Right. That can be put in. New receiver, new. As long as it's approved with the fireplace. Yeah. Yes. Trying to tell me something here? I just want to make sure people understood that. It's got to be an approved remote for that fireplace. You so if that fireplace just... doesn't list a remote, that's it has to be a, an approved remote for that fireplace. All right. Thank you for that education there, Steve. <laughs> You're listening to the Inch by Inch, a home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. Pick that one. I I did not pick that one. Somebody's watching me. That's just creepy. (laughs) That's Halloween. Okay, and we're ending with a little monster mash. Oh, okay. Let's see. That that's an old one too, right? Yeah. What was that? O for like that's a good song, Monster Mash, Halloween. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. You know, it's it's you you get to pick the songs, so right. Well, you can you give me a week. I'll let you pick them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You know, I just have to put it on my sheet. On your sheet, that's and right. And then put the theme, and then I'll guess the theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I got a question now. All this right. isn't really a question. Okay. This is more of a career. But I'm changing careers. Well, you might. Okay. If you're only 90% looking like a HVAC salesperson. Oh, only 90% is an HVAC salesperson, yes. Like, if I would have worn my white shirt, I'd have got the 100? You would have. Okay, That's all right. right. Okay. So, you're wearing a golf shirt, and it's not golfing weather. It's curling weather. This can also be a curling it shirt, right? Be. That's yeah, right. There we go. It says, hi there. I heard some really positive feedback about your company. Nice. A little pat in the yeah. back before we start. I recently obtained my G2 license, and I'm looking to get some hand-on knowledge. How can I do that in your industry? Hand-on knowledge. He just got his G2 license. So he just obtained. So what is G2? Everybody think it's your driver's license. No. So, I mean, your gas license is broken up into three separate categories. There's the G3. That's what you start off, and that uh, you are working in the gas trade, but you can't be licensed to work on your own. You have to be working with someone else who carries a license. So that official license is the G2, and that allows you to work on product up to 400,000 BTUs. So just to give people an insight, in London, you know, most houses have a 60 or 80,000 BTU furnace, roughly. So uh, you know, tankless water heaters are 200,000 BTUs. So you can, a G2 can work in all those uh, scenarios. Uh, but then there's the G1, and that's the commercial industrial license, and that they can, they can work on anything 400,000 and up. So there's lots of product, which, you know, fires at a million, two million BTUs, and that's big stuff. So those are the three licenses. And then, so... So over at a, a company called Highmark, yep, 
uh, Bob over there, they run a co-op program. Yes, they do. So you work, uh, you go to school for a week and then you work for, for a, a week. week. Yes. That's how you can get knowledge in the industry, why you're getting your G2. Right. And then after that's over, the company can offer you a job. Yeah, if, or, I mean, if the company likes you and, and you're working out great with them, they'll probably, they'll end up offering you a position, right? And yes. I think it's a good way to do it because you get um, lab work, I'll call it, in the school the week you're there. Yes. But then you get real life work. Yes. You know, it's beautiful to be able to work on a burner tray, you know, with 20 feet around you. Yeah, but when you got to crawl into a space and work on a on a on a on a floor which may be dirty and uh, it's damp and you're working in there and it's confined. Yeah. Or you got to get through a crawl space to get to a, to a furnace. There's lots of scenarios. Yeah. But, and also what you don't get to experience in school is customers, right? And uh, any, any gas fitter or refrigeration tech has to deal with customers. So there is a, there's, there's a, a whole, um, bit of training that goes on with that as well. And, and, you know, I always say that's, you know, 70%. It is. Yes. Is dealing with the customer. 30% is really fixing it yeah. because, and that's the easy part. Yep. And then, you know, collecting and, uh, you know, talking about what's the warranty on the repair and then talking well, about maintenance. The worst day in a technician's life is when he finds a cracked heater exchanger and it's cold outside and he's got to turn your furnace off. I mean, that is, it's a very difficult, but it's the right call because if he left that, if he, if he left it on, I mean, there's a good chance you're not waking up in the morning. So it is their, their license says an immediate hazard. They have to turn that, that off. So it's a big thing. Yep. Now, we were at a meeting this week. We were, the, HRAI meeting at Lamplighter. Yeah. And what's HRAI? Heating, Refrigerating, Air Conditioning Institute. So, so it's a national governing body for our industry. Yeah. And the meeting was what chapter? The London chapter, so Southwestern Ontario, London chapter. Yeah. And who's the president of that, the London that, chapter? That would be me, I think, yeah. <laughs> that would be me, yeah. yes. And you're looking for a treasurer. No, not this, looking, not not this point in time. Yeah. We're... We're actually our, our board is good. Yeah, don't need a treasure. <laughs> Tre- no, we really no, do we, need a treasure. No, we do not. No, yeah. <laughs> and TSSA was there. So what's TSSA stand for? Technical uh, Safety Standards or Standards Sa- Safety Standards Association. So authority. authority. So they are the ones who govern our industry. So when something happens in our industry, um, if if you had a if like if you have a, a furnace which actually leaks carbon monoxide into a home that's called a that's called a hazardous spill that has to be reported so they would go out and investigate that to see make sure that everything was fine but uh, they also police our our association to make sure that contractors are doing what they're supposed to be doing so we had a big meeting on compliance and uh, what that looks like going forward and the contractor program so uh, there's a few changes that have come our way so roughly how many individual companies do you think were there on uh, Thursday night? Out of the hundred that are in London, I would suggest that there was a representation of six companies out of uh, that that came. So six companies going to learn what they have to do to be compliant, compliant in their you hate this word audit. Yes, <laughs> but to make sure six out of a hundred. Yes. The other 94 
Well, no idea. No, and so and what we do when we publish, when we have a meeting, uh, the office, HRI, so I, we, we pick a topic, we pick a venue, and then they send out, uh, we secure the speakers, and then we send out an, uh, an email to every business uh, who's registered with HRI. So if they're not registered with HRI, then they, they're not going to know about it, unless, they, unless there's a flyer put up in a supplier's shop, like, you know, at yep. Johnstone B&B or Noble or uh, Wolseley, whatever's around McEwen. So it, then they could see that. But if not, I mean, and if they are an HRA member, then, I mean, when that bulletin comes, you should read it and think, yeah, this is probably a good one I need to go to. And and it was very good. There was a lot of information. Yes. We were there about three hours. Yes, we were. You know, yep. going through it. And the guys were great that provided the information. Yes. Yeah. Um, but to me, it just surprised me that, you know, it's the same thing when people say, well, you're all the same. You know, the way you put in systems, you know, you're all the same. No, it just we're not. Because if we were, I mean, there'd be a, there'd be a, a greater attendance at, at something as important as that. And so our next topic coming up with HRAI is going to be flammable refrigerants. And so and that's something which is coming uh, into our industry very quickly. So we have to be prepared for that. So the Freon could catch on fire. Yeah, because it's, it's not because it's not Freon. It's either it's either going to be butane yeah, or propane. propane. Yes, right. and it's very flammable. Yes, so it becomes a lot more important that those guys are trained and exactly know what they're doing yes. when they go to put it in. That's correct. So. Yeah. So we try to do our due diligence as a as an HRAI chapter and bring those subjects forward so that our contractors can be prepared for when it happens. But if they don't attend the meeting, then they're going to have to self-educate somehow. Well, maybe if they become treasurer, they'll go to the meeting. (laughs) (laughs) I guess maybe, but yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's pretty serious. Um, We, you know, it's COVID had slowed down these meetings, but you know, we're back up and running full tilt now. So we're at in-person meetings and um, yeah, we hope to gain, continue to gain traction and, and bring, bring around subjects that the contractors are interested in hearing. Yeah, and the only complaint I heard at the meeting? Oh, no lasagna. No lasagna. Yeah, cause, no. Well, because I, you wanted vegetables. I did not want vegetables. Yes, you did. I walked right by the vegetables. You wanted, I was you wanted for potatoes. The lasagna. You wanted potatoes. Yeah, I'd like French fries. You know, if you can get French fries oh, and lasagna at the wow. next one, and you fries put away the, and lasagna. What was that called? The Potato chicken. salad? Just put that, you know, just file that away and just put in some French fries in there. We'll be good to go. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good. And to the hear. chicken was good, and the roast beef was good. Just yeah. need the lasagna in the middle. So we need some vegetables. Sorry, that's a balanced meal. There was vegetables in with the chicken. Chicken, I know. But I didn't take any of them. I, I just took the chicken. So. <laughs> I took the I took the the vegetables and the chicken. Beef. All right. Yeah. Well, we thank you for listening today. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at. 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. You can listen to this show or any of our shows by going to peterinch.ca and hitting our podcast button at the top of the homepage. Remember, great service is only an inch away. We'll see you next week. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes from his slab began to rise and suddenly